What's going on, people? We back. It's your boy Arrow with my guy Twan. What's going on, Twan? What's going on, man? Can't call it. Got play on the weekend. I'm excited. You know what it is. Yes, sir. A&E Podcast is bike. We've been gone for a long time. No, we did not have COVID. We just been lazy. And so um wanna give a special shout out, first of all. Wanna get two shout outs. Number one, Devontae Smith, the Slim Reaper, the Heisman Trophy winner at wide receiver. Which, if y'all didn't know, I was a wide receiver back in the day. So, I mean, I, I like to take a little bit of time to welcome my frat brother to the to the elite fraternity that we belong to. But, uh, Torn, talk about uh, talk about our guy, man. What's going on? Um, I was, I mean, I thought he was the the, the correct selection. Uh, obviously, he's the first uh, wide receiver to win the award since I think Desmond Howard, and uh, he shouldn't have been because Peter. Everybody know Peter Ward should have won it in in ninety nine. But um okay, but you know it, that's a whole another story. But um yeah, man, it, it was nice to see him win it. Uh, he had a fantastic year. Um yeah, man, I'm just excited. And the scary part about it is, even though he won that award, he is not the best receiver on that roster, and that is crazy to me. Oh, uh, uh, well, we'll talk about it. what. What you mean by that? Jalen Waddle's better than him. And I promise you, Jalen Waddle will be picked before him in the NFL draft. He'll get picked before him, yes. He's not better than him. Yes, he is is better than him. His production, all all that stuff didn't go up until – like, when they're on the field together, Jalen Waddle is more productive. Like, he would not have the Heisman Trophy if Jalen Waddle doesn't get hurt. We don't know that. We We do know that. Jalen Waddle was opposite him. Like, he always has been the whole time. I've been telling y'all. I'm not taking anything away from him. I'm just saying the scary part about it is – the Heisman Trophy winner wasn't even the best player at his position on his own team. That's crazy to me. That is a crazy. That is crazy. But no, I've been telling y'all about Devontae Smith ever since he caught that pass to beat Georgia back in the day in the national championship. Now he wasn't the best player then, you know. Obviously, whatever. We got Judy. Got a lot of guys in front of him, but Devontae Smith. Let's go and get bold right quick. Devontae Smith is the best receiver to ever play for Alabama. I mean, no, he is not. That, he's no, not he even is, top five. He is the best receiver no, to ever not. play for Alabama. No, he's not. You don't, We're no, not you even, don't, I'm not even – I don't even want to entertain this. He's not the best you receiver. You don't see he's it He's not yet. the best receiver. You don't see it yet. You don't see it yet. Who did you say he reminds you of when we was talking today? He reminds, me, he, reminds, he, he, has, um, he reminds me of two people. He reminds me of a combination of Jerry Rice and Marvin Harrison. I see that with him. That's what I see when I see Devontae Smith. I see Marvin Harrison and Jerry Rice kind of combined. Now, obviously, he isn't, he isn't as big as Jerry, but, uh, yeah. So, two Hall of Famers, one who's arguably the best receiver of all time, and you're going to tell me he's not the best to come through Bama. He's not. He's not. He's definitely not. Um, he's not better than Julio. <laughs> he's he's not better than Calvin Ridley. He's not better than Jerry. He's not better than uh, Amari. Man, cut it out. <laughs> so he didn't produce. He didn't produce better than none of the guys. He had a high production year, and, and I'm saying that this year is unique because the other receiver that was better. And usually, those guys had other receivers next to them. The reason he produced so much is because he had a a, a good quarterback, but he was their main target, their main receiver. All the other guys played with other decent and good receivers that were taking away targets. Devontae Smith didn't have that kind of competition this year. 
Devontae was the key. Did we not know who's getting the ball every game to him? Uh, yeah, Najee Harris. That's what we know. And we knew Devontae was getting it every week, too. Every week, right? Could he be stopped, yeah. though? Yeah, yeah. No. no, he no, he could not be stopped. But All right, at then. the same time, right, if then. that was Jalen Waddle, it probably would have been even worse. I don't, I don't know that. All I know is Devontae's speech was so good. He said, you ain't got to be the biggest. You ain't got to be the fastest. Just work hard. That's true. And and I, agree, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree with everything that he said. All I'm saying is he's not better than Waddle. He's not. I mean, you got Jared Judy, Henry Ruggs, Amari Cooper, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, uh, Waddle. I mean, come, come on, man. Look, look, look. I come understand on. he's not he's not as fast as them, even though I think he's very fast. He's I understand very, he's not as I understand he's not as big as them. I think his heart is just as big. I mean, and, how can you measure something like that? What like, you mean? We know that's not something that we know. What we do know I, for a fact. I do. I know. What it. we do know for a fact is that those guys. I, I listen. I like the kid. I think he's a first round pick, but he's not better than those guys as a prospect. Heck no. Okay. No, I'm not talking about prospect. I'm talking about a better player. He's not a better player. He's not a better player. He's not a better player. You can be an elite prospect all you want to be. Don't none of them boys run routes like Devontae. Jared, not even close. Jared, Jerry, Jerry and Amari I love Jerry. Julio. I love Jerry. I love Jerry. I love Look, I love Jerry. Jerry ain't doing that, though. He wasn't doing that. Jerry wasn't doing that, no. Look, Jerry, Jerry look, if anybody loves Jerry, it's me. We know that. But Devontae, I, I like him more. The, the boys, look, he just do what he do. He do he do what he does. Nobody expects him to do anything. Yeah, he gets it done every single time. We seen Julio have a very good career. We Hall of seen, Fame career. Julio had a Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. And I and I agree with that. I agree with that. Is Julio better than Jerry Rice in your opinion? No, he's not Jerry Rice. Better than Jerry Rice. Hmm. Okay. But you said, oh, okay, no, you know, you got. No, I you said Devontae Smith reminds me. No, 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 it's cool, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. I'm not saying he's gonna be as good as them. I'm just talking about from a player I, comparison, I, similar, I, similar styles, size, stuff topic. like that. Next topic. All right. Yeah. We got a championship game coming up Monday night in college. We got the Ohio State Buckeyes versus the Alabama Crimson Tide. Justin Fields, in my opinion, had a. I think he had a. Uh, a life-changing game against the Clemson Tigers, against Trevor Lawrence. Um, Tuan, what you what you, what you got happening Monday night? Um, I'm still a little bit on the fence about what's gonna happen. Um, Justin Fields was so impressive in that game uh, against Clemson. Uh, I, man, I, I just love the way Ohio State uh, Ohio State always prepares very well for these uh, these playoff and you know national championship games. Um, I, I, I think when you compare the two, I think Ohio State, I, man, it's, it's tough. I, I, okay, so if, if I'm comparing players going down the list, I think Ohio State offensively may have a slight, it, it may be even, because I think, I know, I mean, Mac Jones, you know, I know he's winning, you know, he'll win the, you know, these postseason awards and all that stuff. I know he got invited to the Heisman. Justin Fields is a better football player than him. Period. Not even close. Um, I think when they all said when it's all said and done, Justin Fields is going to be the best player on the field. Period. Devontae Smith included. Um, yeah. So I, I just, I, I just, I, oh, so so Devontae Smith is better than Justin Fields. Come on. How many languages? I'm trying to figure out how many languages I can say yes. 
Okay. Yes. That covers a lot. That covers a lot. It's hard. So, yeah, okay. Kenichi, Kenichi regardless, Wai. regardless, yeah. even if you think he's better, the, uh, Justice, Justice Fields is going to touch the ball every single snap on offense. Um, I really like their running backs. I like a, I like a lot of things they do offensively, man. Period. I, I really do, and um, I think um, I, I I think it's gonna be good. But like Bama, man, it's just it's so hard to go against them, man. The way they're scheming stuff up on offense is good. Of course, they got Najee Harris. Um, I'm, I, I like certain. I like that two corners, but I think up the middle of that week, like, well, what's that linebacker they had coming back? Uh, Dylan Moses. Moses. Uh, he hasn't been that impressive at all this year. You know, he had a lot of first round hype. Um. Uh, you know, coming into this year, but that kind of fell off. He, he's been really bad in coverage. The safety play hasn't been that good. So, like, I, I, I mean, we saw Justin Fields take advantage of Clemson weaknesses, and yeah. I won't be surprised to see them do the same thing, man. I, I just think it's going to be a good game. It's, it's really hard for me to say. So, whenever you saw that hit that uh that the Clemson linebacker got thrown out of the game for on Justin Fields, did you – well, first of all, let me ask you, did you think that was targeting? Uh, by definition, it was because he lowered the crown of his helmet. But I just thought it was—I thought it was weak. But All right, I mean, so explain something. Explain something to me right quick, because we had a question from the crowd that it's the most simple question ever. But I understood what Mark was asking. So one of my boys, Mark, said, "What the hell is targeting nowadays?" Because <laughs> I mean, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I didn't know how to answer this question because I'm like, bro, I ain't gonna lie to you. Um, I didn't see folks get hit in the body. I didn't see folks get hit up high in the helmet. I always assumed targeting was just if you're aiming high the person. And from that hit, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess they're saying crown the helmet, but what is your interpretation? That's, that's all that targeting is. It's lowering. Uh, and so, like, okay, so when I was coaching down in Florida back in, when I was coaching high school down in Florida, um, they had just started introducing this, uh, but they called it spearing. Um, or they call it they call it spearing or missling or something like that. Like coming in with your head with your head down, uh, hitting uh, striking a defender, whether they were a runner or a defensive receiver, those are two separate rules. And so I started seeing it then. They were just starting implementing it in high school. And basically, the rule when we, when we used to go to the meetings, it was strictly lowering the, the defensive player, lowering the crown of his helmet. Now it wasn't so much that helmet to helmet contact; it was actually them lowering their head. So. Um, that that was really the, the the thing to differentiate uh between like a like a big time impact hit and a a you know a, a guy lowering his head and also you know you had the defenseless receiver so you had a guy who was defenseless that regardless of how hard you hit him no matter how clean it was or where it was like you couldn't like just tee off on a defensive receiver they start breaking uh, taking out crackback blocks uh which have I, I mean I don't know when the last time I've seen one which I think is good. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't, I'm, I've never been a fan of people crack, cracking people that a guy ain't looking to me. That's like running and punching somebody in the face that ain't, ain't, ain't you know, it's like sucker punching somebody. I'm, I'm not a fan of it. But, um, I, yeah, that, that's pretty much the rule, just lowering the head. But in this case, he, because we've seen it happen, like, where guys get hit in the pocket, like quarterbacks get hit in the pocket, and they get hit in the chest. They're like, oh, I didn't hit him, but you lowered your head. And in that case with Justin Fields, he lowered his head. But, it, that it was so I mean you really had to look at the replay to see it happen again I think if that was anybody else that was a running back I, I really have a hard time seeing them call that 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 um call that okay. you know call I, that. I see what you mean and I and I agree with that I was thinking myself because I've seen that hit so many times this year 
and I guess I was thinking because Justin Fields reacted the way he did, where he yep, that basically got injured, I was like, okay, so the quarterback is hit number one. Number two, he kind of getting slow to get up. So is that why they threw that flag? Or, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I, I was just kind of iffy on that. But um, anyway, uh, what was we saying? Oh, yeah, basically talking about the game. And um, Justin Fields, I mean, put on a show. I mean, after he got hurt, he still came back in. Um, Olave. I hadn't seen Olave in a minute. I didn't know if he was injured or not, but I, he obviously came back with a bang. Right. In your, in your opinion, Olave is maybe – all right, so we got we got Jamar Chase. We can never forget about him. And we got uh, Devontae Smith, Chris Olave. Um, Olave is number what in that trio right now? Uh, out, of, out of what three? Out of Devontae Smith and Jamar – like, they'll come and draft, basically. Devontae Smith, Jamar Olave, Chase. Oh, Olave ain't going to be – no, Olave ain't nowhere near any of them. Like, it's plenty of receivers going way before them. Okay. Before Olave. Okay. Let's check. Heard a lot of talk about Olave being the next most hidden sleeper, you know, all that stuff. And it's just like, well, I know he had a good game. But, I mean, I personally haven't watched too much of him. I feel like you probably seen more of him than I would. So, I no mean, way, man. You got so many. You got um, what's the uh, you got the uh, kid of USC, Armin Ra, Jamar Chase, Vante and Waddle. You got Rondell Moore from Port, uh, Purdue, uh, Bate, that boy from Minnesota, Bateman, um, Ross. Ross. Remember Justin Ross opted out, didn't play this year at Clemson. Remember oh, I forgot him? about that. Yeah, you yeah, forgot all about him. Um, yeah, and oh, Qu- Tamorion, y'all had no scary tear. Lord, him, Rissy. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, two, <laughs> two, two, at well, two to Florida boy. Okay. Yeah. yeah so, I, um, I guess last thing on college, right quick. I know. This oh, was okay. like hey, a, don't, hey, don't forget Kadarius down in Florida. Number all one. right. All right. A lot right. of, uh, he's, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, another thing. I ain't going to say the controversy because it wasn't a controversy, but a lot of people had issues with Ohio State even being in the playoff because of the so-called six-game season. This, in my opinion, I mean, I think they validated themselves as being deserving to be here, but uh, did you have issue at first with them having a six-game season but still making that playoff? No, I didn't. And, I, you know, I told y'all in the uh, group chat a few weeks ago, like, I really, like, what was the other options? And when you really look at the other options and you're being realistic about the situation, like, Come on, man. Like, we can't put Liberty in the playoffs. Like, who else? Who else? <laughs> Texas a and barely beat North Carolina. North Carolina lost three games this year. One on to Florida State, and we was terrible. We beat the brakes off of North Carolina. And Texas A&M struggling against, uh, against North Carolina. And I know sometimes styles make fights, and you always can't, you know, it's the um I forgot I forgot the actual term for it, but like A plus B equals C, and so you know C minus A must always equal B. Like that stuff don't always yeah. work out that way. But yeah, you know um at the same time like you know Texas A and M no man no 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 they did it right you know it, 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 Ohio State played the pretty much the best team that they were going to play. The red like thank you put four more teams on their schedule. There's probably going to be four teams that they beat easily. You know, so like I, I don't really care too much about it. They showed what they had to, you know, what they had to show, and um, you know, on the big stage, and I, I think they got it right. And and, and tell you the truth, man, I, I'm there are a lot of complaints about the, the the college playoffs, but like I really feel like when you really like just 
take a step back since day one they've always gotten the playoffs right now I, I do think I wouldn't mind having five teams with the top team like number one team in the nation getting a bye week and then you have a fifth team just in case there is a, a, another team out there maybe another power five school who may have split with somebody who made the playoffs or something like that or another another school like how UCL was undefeated and then they beat went on and beat Auburn like there's like yeah. a, like a, something like that I, I can understand but um yeah, you know, have you know have have played two play to five and a three play to four, and then they whoever wins go on to um you know they'll they'll break it down that way. But yeah, man, I'm I'm not a yeah. I, I think they're doing a good job with that. I, I actually really like that what you just said about the uh, having five teams in because folks be asking for eight. To me, eight is way too many. That that, that gives you no reason to even play the regular season if you're gonna have eight teams in, in my opinion. Right. Uh, six is six is okay, but I think the five actually sounds good because not necessarily it'd be an at-large bid, but like you said, if it was a UCF that went undefeated, I mean, just to give them a shot at, you know, one of the teams to see if they make it, that'd be cool to see for once, I'd say. Um, I remember you – well, I think I remember that one year. It was back when the BCS was going on. I think it was the year when it was like – was it Oklahoma and Auburn split in national championship, or was it USC? Yeah, they, they had a couple of them. I think it was USC, and I know USC and uh, I believe Oklahoma split one. I'm, I remember, um, I remember Miami and LSU split one. Uh, oh God, don't remind me. Um, yeah. yeah, that was that was pretty wild. I think that was like the two. I don't know. I, I was one of them years. I believe Miami and uh, LSU split. It shouldn't have happened. Point blank, period. Yeah, I'm. I'm just glad we're past those days, and we can actually, tr- you know, truly crown a champion and stuff like that. So, I mean, I, th- I think they got it right, and I think we, we. I think I. I truly believe we're about to watch the top two teams in the country now. Also, about Notre Dame. Now, I mean, we, we, uh, you know, there we go. Talk people, about people, it. People have problems with Notre Dame being in, but at the end of the day, all all they can do is play who's in front of them. They had the most impressive win out of any team in consideration for that spot. They had the best win. Granted, yes, um, Trevor Lawrence didn't play, but when you, even when you look at the playoff game, they're like, man, they ain't have no business playing against. Uh, I mean, an ACC championship game, they ain't have no business playing against them. Like, they held Clemson to their lowest scoring game, even though they won. Like, it was like thirty-one to something. I, I forgot what it was. That was the lowest scoring that you know they had. And Notre Dame has a lot of NFL talent on defense. Um, and on offense, they, they I mean they got a lot of talented players, so I understood why they put them in there. But again, it goes back to the argument like their 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 resume, they have a better win on there just by beating Clemson with DJ. Yeah, like oh they had DJ playing. Yeah, DJ is going to be the number one overall pick, and he's probably a top, <laughs> he's a, he's lit. I cannot name three. He's probably, like a lot of people. It was a joke. I used to see people writing online and, and talking about it. Like you know. Clemson, they losing Trevor Lawrence, but it's a good thing they got the second best quarterback in the country and DJ. And most people feel that way. DJ's the second best quarterback in the country. I think he's, I mean, I want to say he's better than Justin Fields and all this stuff. I'm really on the fence about whether or not Trevor's better than Justin Fields. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, DJ's a top five quarterback. And going into next year, DJ's going to be the best quarterback in college football, uh, in my estimation. So yeah, I'm. I, that, that was an impressive win, beating them down there. They shut down ETN. I, I I don't know. I don't know. I just I mean I didn't see enough from from any other team. And Bama they scored like sixty on A and M. Like come on, I, I I just can't do it. I, I couldn't do it. Okay. Now um 
my boy Kyle had a question. Um, basically, he's a Notre Dame fan, and his his question was, do you think perception will actually drive? I think what he was trying to ask was the perception of Notre Dame in the playoffs is that they're gonna get destroyed by you know, X amount of points. They never deserve to be there. Do you think that's going to hurt them going forward? Nah. Like, like, do you think that ever, like, do you think if it comes down to, let's say we got Notre Dame, and let's say we got Coastal Carolina, and let's say Notre Dame has a loss on their record, do you think the perception of what we've seen from them in the past will end up being, even though it's a hard question to answer, do you think the perception will end up letting them say, you know what, we're going to let Coastal in because we know what Dame going to do, so it's no point in us watching Nah, them. nah, I don't think they're going to do that. I, I, I really and truly don't because they now I know it's been like a couple of years, you know, a couple of years now with Notre Dame. Now I don't think you could do that because each year is so different. You know, I think I, I just I don't think the the committee would do something like that. If they did, it'd be a travesty. But because you know, all we know they could have a better team next year, and you know, have a similar scenario. But if everything plays out the same, then like you just gotta stay consistent. I I hope I would hope that they wouldn't do something like that. Okay, okay. Well, now that we got it out of the way, who you like to win though? Who you, who you got winning the game? You ain't, you never uh, um, divulge that. I kind of want to just take the underdog. I want to take Ohio State just because. Um, I mean, I put it like this: if I was to bet, I think I would actually bet on Ohio State to win because I feel like it's just too clear cut. Say what now? What's the spread right now? Um, when I last looked at it, let me look at it again right quick while I got you. When I last looked at it, I thought it was at like six and a half, but let me see. We got the college football. And I don't know. I'll find a minute. But um anyway, I think I'll probably take Ohio State just because just like I said, I thought Justin did some magical stuff last weekend. I don't know. I feel like if let's say Bama had to play Clemson, I'm not sure if uh, I'm not sure Bama is that much better than Clemson on defense at least. I think their offense is crazy, but I don't think on defense they're that much better than Clemson. So I could see Justin Fields having a similar type showing. Um, at least from the past, I've always felt like Bama struggles with dual threat quarterbacks, Johnny Manziel, Deshaun Watson, etc. So I mean, yeah. I could I, I could see it. You know, it's not far fetched to me. Um, but yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm just hoping it's a good game. I'm just hoping it's not a blowout. We've we've actually been treated to some really good national championships the last how many years? Like three or four years straight. So, I mean, why not continue that trend? I'd love to see a good one. We'll see. We will see. Um, but we need to go ahead and get to the to the real thing. What we here for, y'all? Uh, the NFL playoffs is finally here. First of all, me and Tom, we can go ahead and recap this NFL regular season. Um, I would like to start with my Dallas Cowboys. Um, even when it comes to tanking, we can't even do that right, Tom. We can't. Um, when Dak Prescott went down, when Tyron Smith and Lyle Collins were out for the year, was that week seven? Well, Lyle was out for the season, but still. When Zach Martin was ruled out for the year, basically week 10, we should have started a tank job right then. But what do we go do? We go trying to win games as if it was going to yeah. matter when we get to the playoffs, as yeah. if it was going to matter at all. Because the the worst. All right, but yes, we had one job to do. That job was to tank. We can't do that right. 
We are here winning games when we had no business winning games. And to be honest, people say, well, why do you want to tank? Or why don't you want your team to win? Let's be realistic. We've lost all of our pro offensive linemen. We got a running back who's basically useless without our quarterback. We don't have a quarterback. We don't have a defense. We're going up like, what, 30 something points a game. We got no coach. Like, it's, it's no point in making the playoffs if I'm going to go there and just get up get blasted and get the high draft pick. Like, I don't want that. Not for my team. So, um, point blank, disappointing season. You know, we definitely had high hopes. Uh, hopefully, we can re-sign Dak. But the way the NFL goes, who knows? I'm uh, I'm seeing rumors where, I mean, teams like the Jets and Jaguars have plenty of cap space to where if they don't want to get a new quarterback, they can just go get Dak and keep their draft pick, pick somebody else. I mean, I, I just don't know what happens. So, um, I mean, Tuan, this NFL season, what do you, uh, what you got about the season, basically? Um, I, I say this, I would title this, this season as the year of the offense. Um, defense was completely absent all year long. Um, you know, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty interesting, uh, just to see how everything played out. Um, I was really excited. There was a lot of, you know, narratives and storylines going on. Um, I was really, really kind of like tripping about the whole, uh, like I didn't understand the whole COVID situation. Um, a lot of times I thought they were a bit ridiculous by finding coaches and players on the sidelines with masks. Like they're not, you know, actually going over there and, you know, like they're not tackling each other and everything, you know, it's just, um, you know, it's just it's just a mess. But other than that, man, I'm really happy that they actually, you know, they I mean, NFL deserve credit. They actually played every single game, finished the entire season. So I was definitely happy about that. Um, you know, I know everybody was in that whole tank for Trevor Lawrence type deal, but you know, for the most part, I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed the season. Man, a lot of narratives, you know, going on heading into the um, into the playoffs. I'm not really surprised about a team that made it to the playoffs, and I'm not really. I mean, I guess the NFC East in general was disappointing, but for the most part, uh, I just don't. I, I I mean, outside of the NFC East just being disappointed, I thought, you know, most teams actually lived up to expectations. Some teams didn't. Um, if you think, I mean. I don't know. I wasn't surprised about too many things. You know, I guess I want to ask you this. What say going into the season, what is something that you were that you was right about? And you know, looking back, going into the season, like I was right about this. And if we could go and think, you know, some things that were right and some things we're, you know, dead wrong about. I think it well, I actually think my answer is kind of for both what you just said, right and wrong. Um, I think I was so I think I was so bullish on the teams that have the teams that have continuity, like that's how like head coach has been there for a while, run the same system. I think I kind of thought those teams would be the more successful teams this year during COVID. And I actually don't think I was right. Well, I think I was right and wrong in that only because, yeah, you had a few teams like, you know, the Chiefs, obviously. Uh, I mean, I guess uh, Steelers kind of had the same people there, you know, whatever. But I think the teams like the Browns who kind of snuck in, um, I guess I don't really look at Buffalo as being one of them teams that just been together forever. But I think some teams benefited from COVID, some teams didn't. So um, I think I was probably most shocked by the Buffalo Bills. Um, I think I was shocked by them the most only because 
I remember the Jalen Ramsey quote about Josh Allen sucks. I always like to make fun of Twan, y'all, and say, well, Josh Allen's better than what, you know, we think he is. But I don't think I saw this from Josh Allen, not this year. Um, I, I don't I don't think I saw them winning. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I actually kind of – I think I was dead wrong about the Rams also. Um, I thought the Rams were going to be like the – the king of the East, especially with uh, Jalen Ramsey being there like a full year, Aaron Donald. Um, I mean, I kind of figured that team was going to take the next step. I thought Jared Goff and the whole office is going to be like crazy, especially without Todd Gurley. I figured, well, hell, they at least have a running back now who's going to be able to play games. They're not going to worry about paying one guy all this money who's not even good no more. But, I mean, I guess part of me feels like the Rams offense kind of took a step backwards because I still think the defense was great, but that oh, yeah, offense best to defense me, offense. in the NFL, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah, but that offense to me, it's just like, ugh. So, I mean, what do you think you had, right or wrong or, or indifferent? Well, I started things I, I think I, I nailed before the season started. Before I thought they were going to be a, a really good team, and they were. I want to say really good. Yes, was right about that. You were saying yeah, that they right. were going to be bad, and I was like, no, they're going to compete for a playoff spot. I was <laughs> coming a mile away. Uh, just how they finished the season last year, and then the pieces that they brought in, Byron Jones building their secondary up. Um, I thought they did a really good job um, going forward. You know, they got two first-round draft picks this year, so I think it's going to be even go- um, better going forward. I was right about Deshaun Watson. I told everybody, like, I, I used to be really hard on Deshaun Watson, like him throwing these risky 50-50 balls all the time. But I said when he lost DeAndre Hopkins, I'm like, he's going to be a better player. When DeAndre Hopkins, like, and individually, he is a much better player. Like, you know, he goes through every single read. Of course, he still makes his incredible plays that he, you know, that he always makes. And, and, um, he's just, I mean, he was fantastic this year. Um, you know, got his contract and everything, really happy for him. But he, he was really good this year. And uh, it goes to show you, man, you know, they lost DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, they weren't as good, but I mean, it didn't help Arizona any that they got DeAndre Hopkins, you know. Um, I, I mean, of course, Houston is still a mess, and they're, of course, they're, they're well now. There are rumors that Deshaun Watson actually wants out, but um, yeah, I, I was right about him actually, uh, you know, taking a step forward. Um, everything else, I think, you know, is pretty much pretty, pretty, yeah, pretty. I, I, I guess I can go to the things that I, I definitely swung and miss on was big time was Justin Herbert. Uh, he's the real deal. Um, quarterback, <laughs> big time. Man. I, I just, like, I can't even say anything about. I mean, I he he's the real deal, and uh, I, and they just fired Anthony Lynn, and that was a great move. Anthony Lynn was probably the worst coach in the NFL. Um, they get a quarterback in that can hone him. I, I wouldn't be mad if they elevated Pep Hamilton to head coach. Um, you know, and uh, and, and help take over that stuff. So I, I'm with it. Okay. Uh. Huh. I I can't think of I am trying to think of something else I might have missed on, but I just I mean I'm sure there's there's probably more, but um I can think of oh, I, I, I will say that I missed on I missed on Atlanta. I thought they'll be a lot better than they were, and they were not. They were bad. Um, right. I was right about Carolina. I thought I, I thought Carolina would be very competitive this year, and they were. Um, they had just they have too to me they had too many weapons on offense to not be competitive. Uh, obviously, I think they got they got to be better than you know a quarterback of Teddy Bridgewater, but I think they're pretty much stuck with him next year. 
Um, I think they have a young defense that'll get better next year. But that, other than that, um, just uh, I, I don't know, man. Uh, was it was there anything that you learned that was shocked by from the season? Um, I was gonna say, I as you were talking, I do remember one thing. I listened back to one of our earlier podcasts, and I was actually wrong about I was wrong about Lamar Jackson and the Ravens, but not through any fault of Lamar's. Um, I actually because I actually put Lamar in my fantasy team this year, I watched a lot of the Ravens games and I realized that in most of my friends, somehow or another coworkers are Ravens fans and stuff. And I'm realizing from listening to y'all and actually watching their games, I guess I think through the I think because of media, I believe that people think John Harbaugh is a great coach. <laughs> and I'm Boy, was I mistaken watching some of these games. Um, I guess I never knew that John Harbaugh was more of a special teams guy. He doesn't coach offense. He doesn't coach defense. He he doesn't – I guess he's just the face. I, I don't know. But I don't see really – I feel I kind of felt bad um, for – if you follow me on Twitter, you would think that I hate Lamar Jackson because he simply can't throw a football. And – that's just not really the case. Uh, Lamar does not have any help. <laughs> like, he doesn't have any the, – the play calling is very unimaginative, I would say. Um, I don't understand why NFL teams allow him to throw the football to Mark Andrews in the red zone ever. That that still drives me absolutely insane. Um, I mean, even his receivers. I mean, it was fun to see Des Bryant. I must say it was fun to see Des Bryant come back, catch him a few touchdowns, throw the X up. But – Outside of that, I just don't even know. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm actually almost at a loss of words for how you fix what the Ravens have unless you just get an absolutely new coach. I mean, I guess a new play caller or something because I don't, I don't see how that continues to work for Lamar. Um, now, you're a Ravens fan. You're a Lamar Jackson fan. You tell me. I mean, is, well, I ain't is this – is this but, well, no, 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 you are. But is this uh, sustainable, though? Uh. The thing is, uh, they they have been making some adjustments and some tweaks in the past couple, the past month or so. I would say since the the Cleveland game, I started to notice like little wrinkles that they were doing offensively. Um, they're doing less pistol, more offset backs. Um, they're taking shots downfield. Uh, uh, I, they're still missing a true number one receiver. That's really the big thing that's hurting them. Like, if Lamar Jackson had a Stephon Diggs, if Lamar Jackson had somebody who was, like, you know, that level, that, that elite level type receiver, then he would be, I think, you know, that would definitely help him take the next step uh, as a quarterback. But, um, you know, Mark Andrews is good. Hollywood Brown is a good deep threat. But you still need that guy. And they have got good possession receivers. I think Miles Boykins has – Miles Boykins has the potential – to be that type of guy, but he just doesn't have the the that suddenness that you want out of a like he has a big body type receiver, but like to me he's more of like a number three guy, number four type receiver that can fill in in a spot and help you out in a pinch, good blocker and all that stuff. But they still need that dude out there. That's really what they're missing. But I, I've noticed some wrinkles and they're starting to play their best ball offensively big time and they're starting to get a little healthy. So I think they'll be okay. I don't think Harbaugh is a really a bad coach. Um, to tell you the truth, uh, I just think, you know, when it comes to certain things offensively, like you just, I mean, NFL, they're, they're going to catch on to things, you know what I'm saying? So you got to be able to, to, you know, add wrinkles and do different things here and there. And I've, I've noticed, you know, especially in the past month, 
you know, past five, six weeks that you know, they're doing different things. And uh, obviously they've been on the roll. I think they won like five or six straight games uh, to get their way into the playoffs. And um, I will not, you know, I will not be surprised to see them do some damage in the playoffs, to tell you the truth. I, I, I know if they get in, I mean, I know now that they're in, they get past Tennessee. I know that's one team that nobody wants to play. Like, nobody wants to play uh, Baltimore, you know, especially those higher seeds. I, I don't think anybody wants to play Baltimore. And, and, of course, they've done things that I've been yelling since last year. Like, I, I, Mark Ingram made a Pro Bowl last year, and I kept saying, like, he's the third best running back on the roster. This year, he's the fourth best running back on the roster. I'm like, this dude... He's a great guy, great, you know, teammate, good in the locker room, all that good stuff. But as far as, like, just pure talent and skill set, these guys, Gus Edwards way better than him. Justice Hill, I would tell you, I want that burst and that quickness, that uh, that speed. I want all of that, you know. It's, it's all on a whole different level when it comes. So I felt like he should have, you know, I, you know they, they start, you know, stop, they stopped dressing him out, you know. Um it's just you know they 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 dealt with COVID really bad. They had like a, a big bad COVID outbreak, and you know they played basically a game and a half with. Uh, I want to say they played almost two games with basically uh, uh, the practice squad out there. So, you know, I, I, I want you know they just they, they got a they're in there now, and I, I don't I don't think too many teams want to see them. If Hollywood was on another team, would be well. Is Hollywood a number one receiver on another team? No, no, heck no. He's not, he's just not a number one type receiver. To me, I'm telling you, his ceiling is Deshaun Jackson. I think that's his ceiling. And I think that's really good. Like, I think you can you could use guys. Like, I think he's a very valuable piece. And he just ain't that dude. You know, he's not that upper echelon, top-notch, elite, creme de la creme type receiver. He's not that type of dude. Just because he just doesn't have the body, the physical, physicality to do all of that stuff. He, that's just not it. So I'm I'm definitely um, I'm definitely in the mindset of him being um, being like a, a really good high end number two that can fill in doing his thing. He can still blow up and go for 150 yards in the game. He'll still scare the crap out of teams that's guard you know that's that's defending him. But like other than that, I mean that's pretty much all he is. So. Okay. So we do have a all well, we do have all pro teams coming out um pretty soon. I see some uh analysts are actually giving their takes so far, but um we can get to ours probably another week. I was gonna say for this week, um let's do some quick award winners. Um who's your MVP this year? Uh well, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Give me your MVP and then give me who the you asked think the MVP would be. But give me your MVP too though. Um my MVP would be Aaron Rodgers and um and I think Aaron Rodgers is also going to win the win the award. He played incredible this year. Um, I he played out of his mind, man. I don't, I don't even know how how else to put it. The dude was fantastic. So I mean, Aaron Rodgers was was incredible. I mean, I I, I don't know what else to say. Okay, I think I'm pretty much in agreement with you. Uh, yeah, I I don't really see how you can really argue with that too much. Um, who's your defensive player of the year? Aaron Donald. So what I think is interesting is that before before week 17, I think I heard basically everybody and mama saying it was T.J. Watt. And because T.J. Watt didn't play week 17 and Aaron Donald had that crazy game, I'm hearing a lot of people say he, they, they think that's the reason why Aaron Donald will probably end up winning the award. Um now I don't think T.J. Watt does not have to play the year. He's played a year yet, right? 
Has he won one yet? You said. Yeah, I don't think TJ's got one yet, does he? Oh no, no, JJ has. He's he's gotten a couple, right. but yeah. Now, if you're TJ Watt, as a player, I'm assuming you're wanting to play Week 17, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess, but I I think in the grand scheme of things, he's looking forward to the playoffs. And to me personally, man, I, I he's just not that. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe just me. I I just I just didn't. I don't know. I just I don't see. I, I didn't see him. I, mean, I thought he had a good chance early on in the year. The defense was playing well, but they were running into it. They were playing a really a lot of really bad teams, and um, the whole defense was playing good. And I guess that you know that could contribute to him getting the award. But I just I just didn't see it. Okay. Like Aaron uh, Donald, Aaron Donald dominates every single game he plays in. Every single game he plays, mm-hmm. in. he is the best player on the field. Pretty much, it's crazy because to me, the Rams have the, the two best defenders in the NFL. Number one, number two, Aaron Donald, number <laughs> one, Jalen Ramsey, number two, best defenders in the NFL. Yeah, that is crazy. <laughs> that is straight crazy. Um, who's your rookie of the year? Uh, which side of the ball? I'm, at, I'm sorry, offensive. What I'm gonna say, offensive, offense rookie of the year. Uh, gotta go to Justin Jefferson. Um, you know, breaking Randy Moss's record is is nuts uh he's i mean man he's he's a golly he's a good player uh and it's close i won't say and now i I, that's mine who i think is going to win it i think it's going to come down to him and justin herbert justin herbert also set the rookie record for uh for passing touchdowns he broke baker mayfield's record so i could again i could see him you know winning the award obviously being a quarterback uh, you know and that stuff I could definitely see him actually winning the award, but man, that's that's going to be definitely going to be interesting to see how um, how that what that you know what, how that plays out. But it's it's down to Justin Jefferson and 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 him for you know and Justin Herbert for who will actually win the award. But if I had to pick, I'm giving it to Justin Jefferson. Yeah, I I definitely got to give it to Justin Jefferson. Um, you know, bringing like you said, breaking breaking Randy's uh, record. I mean, uh, just. Bringing it, oh god! I mean, Twan, look, y'all. Twan know how I feel about the swag Justin Jefferson brought to the NFL. You know, he he about to overtake Odell in my in my in my favorite rankings a little bit when it comes to dancing. The way he that gritty, I just go, oh, I go crazy for that shit. Oh, wow. but uh, Goodness, but yeah, Justin Jefferson, I agree with that. I don't, I don't, I don't think Justin Herbert. Um, I mean, I think he's had a good year, but. I mean, this might to me, my, to me, it's just a year to receiver. Like we got my college Heisman. I mean, I think. Uh, I think he, I mean, Devontae got the Heisman over quarterback, but we saw how he played. I think Justin Jefferson, I think he'll get this rookie of the year, but it's because I, I don't see how, I don't know. Justin Herbert played his ass off, but I just, I just can't see them giving it to him over over what Justin Jefferson did. I mean, um, defensive rookie of the year, for me, it, it's rather easy. I, I would say Chase Young, um, but, I mean, what what would you say? Yeah, I would, I guess I'd go Chase Young too. I'd have Chase Young, and I think hey, I Chase Young would be one. Then I'd have like uh, Jeremy Chan, Antoine Winfield Jr. Uh, close second. Let me ask you: um, Did you watch? Uh, did you get a chance to actually watch? Uh, what's old boy name? Gladney from the Vikings, the cornerback. Yes, I did. What do you think of him? Because I felt like every time I watched him play, he was playing. He was playing ridiculous defense to me. Like I mean, I, I mean, he 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 has some. He wasn't. You know, he wasn't even their best rookie cornerback at all. Cameron Dancer was better than him. 
<sighs> he was like it wasn't even close. Like like you know, I mean Cameron Dancer started the whole season pretty much. Gladney was coming in in nickel packages, special teams stuff like that. Okay. I don't know. I thought dude was a. Uh... I don't know. I felt like every time I watched him play, he was always playing pretty tough defense. I mean, now if he's good or not, who knows? I mean, I just feel like I saw him. He was pretty straight, but um, oh. what was I about to say? Um, is there any other words I'm missing right now? Um, um, comeback player? Comeback player of the year. I really don't have an answer for that off the top of my head. Um, well, I think, well I, think, I think we all know who's going to win it. It's going to be Alex Smith. Oh, Alex Smith. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But – who I would actually give it to is actually I would give it to Jason Verrett. And the reason I gave it to him is like his injury history has been like nuts. Like I saw a stat where like he played in his career, he's played 2000 snaps in his entire NFL career and 800 of them came this year. And I was like, wow, that is crazy. He played most of his career right in almost, you know, half of his career this past season. And, um, Wow. And he was good while he was playing. Like it wasn't like he like he actually played extremely well, and I was really really impressed with him. I always had high hopes for him as a prospect coming out of TCU. I thought he was gonna be a really good player, and um, like just to see him actually go out there and not just play after all of those devastating injuries, but actually like be good, look looking like himself. I was highly impressed with that, and he, you know um, he was actually good. And when, and when it came to Alex Smith. Like, yeah, he came back from a crazy injury. Just the fact that he set foot on the field is amazing. But truth be told, he wasn't good at all this year. And I, get, I mean, I, I mean, they probably gonna tear him up uh, in this playoff game. <laughs> um, I mean, he, he really looks to get rid of the ball. It's like, I mean, like super fast. Like you could tell he's still trying to protect himself. And uh, I mean, and I understand it. I mean, yeah, I get it. He just, he just hasn't been. He hasn't been a good football player. Jason Verrett not only came back from devastating a lot of oftentimes career in the injuries and he you know he played excellent so i i mean i gotta you know tip my cap to that okay i like that let's get to some quick predictions right quick so we got a uh, playoff games this weekend let's start with uh bears and saints who you got uh and give me the spread too because i'm gonna get my spread well we, i ain't gotta get i'll pick a head up i go saints i mean i i, I think the saints handling them easily don't believe in mitchell trubisky at all so <laughs> let me see if i can find those spreads right quick because i do want i'm interested to see it right quick last time i checked i believe it was uh saints were minus 10 and a half and i believe michael michael thomas is coming back playing this week I just man, he gonna. Be I have no faith. Slants. I have no faith he in him. He's gonna be catching slants and hitches all over the place. Yeah, whatever. Um, let me see. Where are you? Where are you? I'm trying to think. Um, is Camaro off the COVID list yet? Yes, and I yeah he is he's he's well he's supposed to well he'll have an opportunity to come off I believe he he will be playing and it's funny because I believe that's a Sunday game right correct that's what I'm trying to find now yeah I believe um, I believe it is a, it is a Sunday game a second Sunday game and it's funny because um the, a lot of the Tampa Bay Bucks uh, fans were upset because like we got to play on Saturday if we play on Sunday we can get Devin White back off the off the COVID list but because we playing a week earlier we can't have him. 
Uh, yeah. And you know, and it gives Mike Evans an extra day to heal too. You know, they were true. pretty upset about that. Which I <laughs> Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I can see why they upset. All right, so let's see. Jesus, he is taking forever for that. All right, so we got them. Let's see. Colts and Bills, what you got? Okay, so with this, with this, um, man. It looks like Buffalo's I, favorite um, by yeah. six and a half. Yeah, and listen, I'm going I'm to bet that six and a half with the Colts. Um, and here's Buffalo is soft versus the run. And, like, I'm not the biggest proponent of the run game, but the way Jonathan Taylor and and Nehemiah Hines and the way they've been functioning in the run department, and the Colts really have one, one of the best, if not the best, overall offensive line in the NFL. Uh, obviously, with Quentin Nelson, who's – I mean, he's – I mean, just top of the line. Uh, I just – man, I am thoroughly impressed by their run game. And if you could play ball control, because right now the Buffalo is firing on all cylinders um, offensively. And I think, you know, if, if if the Colts can just slow the game down, play a little bit of keep away and force Josh Allen to make more plays – and try to do try to be extra Josh Allen because Josh Allen, even though he does, he's had a, a great season. He's had a bunch of plays where he's still like you know having these random fumbles. He's just had a lot of good turnover luck. You know that's why a lot, a lot of times like people always talk about stats. They like to bring up people's interceptions. Oh, he only threw two interceptions. I'm like yeah, but like like Patrick Mahomes. I think he's thrown like five interceptions this year, but he also had like 16 passes interceptions dropped. Like that's turnover luck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's not that he's so much playing, and and that could all like come to a boil and explode in a playoff game or in any game. You know what I'm saying? Like dang, he had four turnovers. I'm like, where did this come from? Like, well, if you watched him last week, he actually threw four balls that should have been picked off too, but you know, it just it just didn't happen, or you know, right. just dropped it. So I th- I think when you know when it comes to this game, I can definitely see that happen because with, with Josh Allen. So I would I would bet with the Colts six and a half. That's too many points for me. Um, to, to get with the Colts, especially with their run game. So yeah, I, but head up, I'm still gonna favor the Bills to win that win that game. I think I'm gonna take. I, I think I'm gonna actually bet with the Colts. I mean, on the with the Bills on that only because um, I did see what the mayor um was saying that he's gonna allow fans to the stadium. I think that's gonna for some reason I believe in a in a year where we've had no fans. Well, for most part, for most part, no fans. I said the mayor is allowing fans to come to the game oh. and like attend the game, and so. I feel like in a year where most NFL teams haven't had fans because we all know the state of Florida just let anything happen. They don't care down there. But Law, I know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think I actually think that the Bills, the home crowd is going to Bills Mafia is going to be there. I mean, it's their first playoff game and who knows how long they're going to be hosting. I think Josh Allen's going to be amped up to play well. Um, and I mean, I just. I think this is Bill Rivers' last game as a professional football player. So um, I actually think the Bills are going to probably take that one pretty easy. But, you know, we'll see. We got a next game we're going to have at 4 o'clock. It's going to be the Rams and the Seahawks. Um, I, I think this is Seattle's to lose. I mean, I don't see no way they lose this game, to be honest with you. Um, whether Jared Goff plays or not, he hasn't even played well this year to me. So, um I do believe in Sean McVay's ability to scheme plays somehow still, but I just don't see it happening. I don't think Russ and 
DK and some of them guys are ready to go home. Uh, Chris Carson going to run his way into at least about three, four concussions. That's going to result in the two touchdowns. But what you uh, how you feel about the Rams, Seahawks? Oh, I like the Rams. Um, I I think defensively they've been giving Russell Wilson problems since last year. Um, A few teams have. Yeah, <laughs> but especially, especially them. Like you could go look at Russell Wilson's worst games. It's always it's been against the Rams the past couple of years. Um, yeah. And, you know, they got, you know, they have, you know, it's really going to come down to Tyler. Like, I mean, the Rams defense is so good. I think what it's going to boil down to is, is can Jared Goff make, make enough plays? Um, and can they take advantage of some of, you know, uh, Seattle's weakness, which is their secondary. Jamal Adams, you know, I know he's a pro bowler, you know, makes a lot of plays and stuff, but he's not a good, good, good in coverage like that. Um, but he's a, you know, he's a good football player. Um, yeah, I, I'm picking the Rams, man. I think I think Sean, I trust Sean McVay over anything in this in this whole situation. So, um, Jared, Jared Goff kind of scares me. I mean, I, mean, I don't even know if that was a good quarterback come out of that class that year. They're not convinced he plays though. Is a thing. Well, oh, well, if he if he don't play, I really like the Rams because I like uh I like the Wolf playing because he just gives them another dynamic when stuff ain't there. He gonna scramble, and I'll take that any day in the week. I mean. Golf can't make plays off off schedule. He can't make like when stuff breaks down. He's not making making any plays. Wolf can at least roll out the pocket and throw those same rollout plays and all these. Stuff. That's all Sean McVay. But when stuff isn't there, when everything doesn't line up, you need your playmakers and your players to make plays. And Wolf can actually do that, and Golf can. So I, I'm yeah. Either way, I'm going Rams, man. I really think the Rams gonna pull this out. Okay. We got uh, the 8 o'clock game at night. It's going to be the Bucks and the Redskins. Now, I'm sure I'm in the minority when I say this. I believe in that Redskins defense, especially that defensive line. And I think they're going to give Tom Brady hell. I don't believe Mike Evans is going to play from how they're talking. He might. We will see. Um, I know that last week I thought he literally tore his knee apart, but they said it was just a hyperextension. Um, but like I said, I'm not convinced he plays. Um, but either way, um, I think I'm going to just go on the whim and it's going to be cold up there in Washington. Uh, I think I'm going to take the Redskins. I'm sorry, the football team. But uh, who you like? Uh, well, the thing that's crazy to me is that they give they got Tampa Bay favorite by eight and a half. I, I just don't see that. So you tell me how you feel about that. The spread number one, number yeah, two. I like, I like that? Tampa. I like Tampa head up and I like Tampa versus spread too. Um, I, wow. I, I okay. just I just watched Washington struggle to move the ball against the Eagles practice squad team, a team openly trying to tank and get higher draft picks, and they couldn't move the ball. So I'm there's nowhere they're gonna. I mean, I already know. Um, uh, gosh, what's his name? What's the what's the defensive coordinator? Was the Jets head coach? Uh, My uh, what's his name? Greg Greg. No. Uh you said defensive coordinator for the Jets? No, for the Bucks. He used to be the head coach for the uh for the Jets. Oh, uh Todd Bowles? Todd Bowles, yes. Todd Bowles is about to heat Alex Smith up. Oh my goodness, he about to heat Alex Smith up. It is, all you gotta do is stop Terry McLaurin. I just I don't see the moving. They're going to struggle, move the ball. And Mike Evans no Mike Evans. He still has two all pro receivers. Gronk gonna eat. I just, I mean, Tampa Bay has been hitting on all cylinders too, man. They're, they're peaking at the right time, just like Baltimore was, you know, Baltimore is. So, I think they're peaking at the right time, man. I, I think they're going to cover this easily. 
They've got the lowest over-under. Washington defense and that defensive line, I do think they – but, you know, defense can only hold up for so long. And they can only yeah, they, they've got the lowest over-under of all the games this weekend. Um, their over-under is actually at 38 and a half, which I, I almost want to laugh at, but I'm like, well – It's because I mean, Washington can't score. Yeah, <laughs> I figured that. <laughs> so, uh, let's see. So, Sunday, they're going to be starting off at 1 o'clock. We got the Ravens and the Titans. The Ravens are actually favored in Tennessee to win that game. Uh, they're favored by three and a half. Um, I mean, I, I know they keep saying uh, the narrative of Lamar Jackson is that he's 0-2 in the playoffs. Look, I, in my opinion, go ahead and make it 0-3. I, I, don't, I, I know you said that they're peaking at the right time with the Ravens, but I've also watched who the Ravens have played. I don't think they played anybody any good lately. Um, I think Derrick Henry just continues to roll. Um, anyway, your thoughts on this game? Well, yeah. Well, I've seen, I've, I've watched the Titans struggle against average to below average teams, uh, right? Second half of the season, and uh, going back to the when they played earlier this year, um, there was a lot of crazy things that were going on that game. Um, and that was a ridiculous game, by the way. That was the most entertaining, one of the most entertaining games I've seen probably this whole season, but it was still ridiculous. I <laughs> like I loved every bit of it though. Right. And uh yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely think Baltimore is gonna pull this game out, uh for sure. Um it's uh you know just because the, the just the changes that they've made, um like the things that they're doing, the way Gus is running the ball, the way JK is they're toting the whole, you know, uh, the way Lamar's playing, the things that they're doing offense, I'm telling you, it's different. They're running so many different concepts. They're running that that bash quarterback counter concept a lot. Play action games, they're hitting you know guys deep. You know, Dez has been helping out in the red zone. I'm really liking what I'm seeing from from Baltimore, and I think they're finally you know healthy. You know, they're definitely hitting it healthy uh, with these teams. Um, it's 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 gonna be. I think I think it's gonna be a big game for 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 Baltimore, and I think you know Lamar's gonna, you know, just you know come out giving it everything he got uh, this game. And, I, and like I said, nobody wants to play Baltimore right now, and Tennessee's defense is awful. It is absolutely god awful, terrible. Yeah, um, they, yeah it's they, bad. It's it's really bad. And um, obviously they're they're able to run the ball and stuff. But if Baltimore can slow down the run just a tad. Um, I think they'll be fine. I, I really and truly do. Forced Ryan Tannehill to beat you, and which plays into Baltimore's strength. And I think, you know, I think Baltimore has a better defense, and I think offensively Baltimore has the better offense um, all around. So, um, I, obviously, I, now, I mean, Tennessee has uh, AJ. And, uh, you, think they have, you think they have a better offense? Yes, all around. I think as far as, like, because I, I mean, I think Lamar obviously is the best player out of everybody, but um, when it comes to the run game and all that other kind of stuff, I don't see too much of it. Grant, I know Derek Henry just ran for 2,000 yards, but you talk about <laughs> per carry. Go look, go look at Gus and, and JK per carry. Every time they touch the ball, they're per touch. And compared to Derek Henry, it's the same thing. You're not getting, you just, uh, he's just occupying all of the carries. That's the only difference. Is Derek Henry's getting everything. So, um, yeah, man, I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely rocking with with Baltimore here. We gotta get more Ingram active. We can't keep having this healthy and active stuff. This healthy scratch. Sit down. We gotta get we gotta get more Ingram on the field. We got to. I'm sick, of seeing, I'm sick of seeing Mark Ingram being healthy and active. 
Let that man play. Let that man cook, Twan. Yeah. Look, uh, the next game we're going to have is the 4 o'clock game. Um, Bears and Saints. The Saints are favored to win by 10 and a half. Um, for a playoff game, I'm usually thinking to myself, I'm going to take the Bears all day with that. Um, I still may. I, I, I don't – well, because I don't even know if I believe in the Saints like that. Um, I remember what happened when the Vikings came last year and beat the hell out of them at their own stadium. Their own stadium. You know, I, I don't I, – I just don't believe in the Saints like that. I know they keep saying Mike Thomas is coming back. Look, Mike Thomas has not been the best player this year. But, well, he hasn't been Mike Thomas by any means. He's been hurt, you know. Um, hasn't really been uh, hasn't really been able to get in that groove with Drew like he was, you know, a year ago. Um, Camaro's coming off his of sickness. I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I just don't really think it's going to – I think the Saints win the game, but 10 and a half points, I think that's a lot. What you what you got for this game? Yeah, I don't trust Mitch, man. So I mean I like I like Mitch to turn that thing over a few times. I like them to win. I like them to win the game. Ten and a half is a lot. I don't like giving nobody more than I don't like giving nobody NFL double digit points. So I mean I, I picked them to cover, but um not win the game. Even though okay. I even though I, I'm you know what it's I, I, hmm. Um oh, so you, you say like, you say you don't like one thing that's making me say they not cover is Drew Brees, I don't. I do not trust Drew Brees at all this year. Well, see, that's the thing. You say you don't trust. You say you don't trust Mitch. Torn, I don't trust Drew like that. I mean, yeah, I, but I, I trust Drew way more than I trust Mitch. Way more. I mean, way more. I guess so. Okay, I give you that. Um, final game of the weekend will be the Steelers and the Browns. That's going to be the eight o'clock game Sunday night. Um, they're playing in Pittsburgh. It's going to be cold, maybe snowing. Uh, Pittsburgh is only favored by six to win this game. Uh, I would love to see the Steelers lose only because most of you know how I feel about Juju. Um, I, 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 all the dancing on people's logos and stuff, you know, that was pissing me off enough because – I mean, usually I like stuff like that, but not from him. I, I think he sucks. I think you're going to do that stuff if you're decent at football. I think he sucks. Um, and, and I think what bothers me most is the Steelers fans try to take up for it, saying, did you not see how he was blocking the last game? First of all, I don't yeah. have no, if you If you're a wide receiver and somebody told me about how great you block, go play tight end or something. Go, 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 play, somebody, go play something else, but don't. No, you're not a receiver if you're talking about how great you block. Um, I also I mean beyond that, I mean, I think I think there's a whole new takeover coming in Pittsburgh. That boy Deontay Johnson, he's so he's so nifty out there. You know, the field is crazy. Florida. You know? Shut up. Uh Chase Claypool, he's a big boy, fast as hell. I think he's from Canada, right? Yeah. Yeah, he he's a, he seems to be nice. I mean, not I'm not gonna call him a monster or anything, I'm not gonna give people that stuff, but I just um I'm not even the biggest fan of Big Ben like that. I would love to see the Browns win and just to just to stick it to the Steelers. But at the same time, the Browns have their own drama. You know, they got Baker Mayfield. They've got these COVID concerns with their head coach not being there, and they're missing Joel Bitonio and a few other linemen possibly. So um, I, this might be the game I'm least interested in this weekend. But anyway, who you got in this game? 
Um, I'm picking. Well, it's so hard because I don't know if if the coaches are able to coach. Like they're saying now that they don't believe that the coach will be able to coach in the game. Right. But to me, like the Browns are better than them. Like I like Baker over Ben. I like Hunt and Chubb over whoever they got over there. Over there. <laughs> Sorry, um, ass James Conner. Yeah, I just uh, man, it's just gonna be hard for them to win without that play caller. So man, I'm. Oh, I got what? What's the line on this? Six. Uh, Pittsburgh six by six. Pittsburgh six. Um, I'll pick the Browns to cover, but Pittsburgh to win. Just just because just because of you know the coaching. Uh, yeah the, the the coaching concerns. Okay, that's fair. Um. Well, now that we're out there with that, uh, we're going to try to wrap this thing up right quick. Um, for those of y'all who do know, the NBA has started. Um, we've had a few pretty cool storylines so far as far as Steph scoring, what was it, 63 or 62? 62. 62. Um, talking about being on fire. Um, I, don't know, I, don't know, I don't know if Steph missed 10 shots that game. And he obviously took way more than 10 shots. But uh, Brad Bill also scored 60 yesterday. Um, it's, it's been some pretty cool stuff. Um, I'm watching a game right now. Oh, my God. Ben Simmons took a three, and Ben Simmons hit, ben Simmons hit nothing but backboard, but at least he's shooting it, so that's cool. But, um, yeah, we'll probably try to get more in the NBA later. Um, for me, any basketball right now is kind of just – it's kind of blah. Um, the NFL is – it's one thing to watch the NFL without fans. I can do that college football without fans it's a bit of a struggle but i can do it the nba and college basketball without fans i was trying to watch a duke game last night it's so hard to watch duke play right now without the crazies like it's just not it's just not what i'm here for so um i mean as far as i'm concerned we can postpone college basketball until i get fans back because i i don't really have any faith in that um let me see oh one thing I want to bring up, one topic I want to do before we get off here is uh, TV shows and movies that either you've been on lately or that we can recommend to the people. Um, I recently just got HBO Max. <sighs> this is probably the best, uh, in my opinion, the best investment I've made in a streaming service in probably the past two or three years. I do have Hulu. I got Disney Plus. I got Netflix. It's all great. But HBO Max, it's this show called The Flight Attendant. I cannot stop watching this show. Um, there's a show called Industry. Um, it's about business and about young people trying to make it in the tech world. It's crazy. Um, I'm back watching Fresh Prince, binging all over again. It's crazy how you watch shows you watched when you was a kid and they remind you of just all the stuff you thought about when you're younger and how they're still relevant today. But uh, I think the thing I, only reason I got HBO Max is because I want to watch Wonder Woman. That was a complete waste of time. Um, that sequel was not good to me. So if some of y'all see it, y'all can tell me how y'all felt about it. But for me, it was just real bland. But anyway, Twan, what you got for the people? What uh what you been watching lately? What do you recommend? You know, what's going on with you? Um, I actually been watching a whole bunch of chopped at the house. Um, my family. Okay. Uh, but um as far as shows are concerned, um I finished up last week, we finished up uh Power Book Two with Ghost. Um, okay. I finished that up. Um it was better than I thought. 
I didn't think I was going to be into it without seeing actual ghosts in the show. Uh, but I thought... Oh, that, why is that, Toy? Why is that? Be- because he's the only reason that people watch the show. He's the main. Oh, okay. So, it's, so, it's, it's literally... It's, it's so literally put, like, respect on nah, put some respect on Ghost's name then. Stop acting like you want him on the show no more then. I mean... I, I don't mind him being on the show, but I mean, if once once he died, I mean, spoiler alert, it's all right. Once he died, not wishing he go to jail then, Twan. How about that? Yeah, Stop I, wishing he, he, he should have gone to jail, or or we should have had some divine intervention and in, in taking him on on the body here. Oh my god, Period. he was the bad guy in this whole situation. I don't I don't know how you don't see that. He was the bad guy in everything, but either way, regardless. He was the main character in the show. And once he was over, that should have been it. Like, I don't want to watch. Unless you're going to bring him back, then I don't, like, it's just, like, it just didn't, you know, make sense. Like, I don't want to watch Superman part two and Superman died in season one. And we're not, like, we're not even going to see Superman part. Like, that's stupid. Like, I don't want to see that. So, you know, I don't want to digress too much, but I thought they did a good job with the second season. I mean, I mean, with, with Power book two ghost i thought they did a good job i thought um the kid uh, michael rainey the kid that plays Tariq. yeah uh, he did a, i thought he did a really good job and um and i, I will say he's a he's a pretty good actor because people really actually don't like him the person like they think he's like a bad person I'm like well that means he's doing a really good job and playing his role and um i thought he did a good job this season i thought they the way they tied things into the store was really good also uh, remember how in power the regular season, like how bad Lala Anthony, a bad of an actress Lala Anthony is. Don't you dare say that about Mary J. Lord have mercy. Twan. She might don't be worse. Dare say that about Mary J. Ma- Mary might be worse. Don't talk about the queen like that. She's awful. What queen? The queen who made. Come on, Twan. Don't put me like that. She might. No be more. Dra- no more drama. Uh, listen. No more drama, no more whatever, no more acting. That's what it need to be, cause that was awful. She's bad, bro. She's 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 a bad actress, and um, I mean it's just so phony looking. It's like it's so forced. She's bad, but outside of that, man, other characters and stuff, they they did a they did a really good job. I can't complain about about anything else. It just I was surprised by by you know how they were to keep the entertainment value up to a degree. I thought they did a good job with that, and then um. Oh, I watched a show called The Sun um, on Hulu uh, with Pierce Brosnan. Um, Bronson, y'all, a lot of people might know, remember him from the old James Bonds. James Bond, 007. But, but he um, he has a show called The Sun on Hulu. That thing is really good. I'm uh, actually in the second season of that. I tried to get into The Handmaid's Tale. Um, it was okay for like a season or two, and it started getting weird. And um, I mean, it was already weird, but... Yeah, I'm I'm actually in in the middle of midst of searching for stuff now, and I actually like a lot of y'all don't notice like sometimes like I watch I like there'll be a video game to come out that has a full story mode, and so instead of me playing the game, I would just go watch the story story mode, right? Yeah. And um, there's a new game that just came out called A Way Out, and I just started watching that one today, and like 30 minutes in, I was like, oh man, this is pretty good, and I think it's like six hours full of gameplay. You could watch the whole story. That I'll, I'll probably end up watching that. Uh, it's basically about, it's, the, it's basically about these guys, um, in uh, you know in jail trying to you trying to basically trying to break out of jail. So um, I, I mean I haven't gotten the full story, the backstory on everybody and everything yet, but I'm sure that'll come. Uh, I don't know if they're ever gonna. Um, well, I meant to say, uh, 
when it comes to those things you watch, like the videos, stuff like that, I know I watch a good bit of YouTube uh, game videos also. And I know for me, it's uh, the guy named Rad Brad. That dude, uh, he pretty much gets every game when it comes out early. Kind of like he's got over, what is it, like over 10 million something followers. Like he, he's the only person I know of that's like a true multimillionaire for just playing video games. But anyway, um, his name's Rad Brad on YouTube. Uh, Brad, you're not listening, but if you are, I need, I need a, this is a, this is an ad. So pay us for this, but um, I would definitely watch him because like I said, he, he's pretty interesting to watch. Um, and by the way, anybody who has a PS5 connect, how let your boy? Cause I mean, good Lord, it's hard out here trying to find one. Um, <laughs> I mean, good God. I mean, I want one, but what folks are doing on eBay, I get it. I would do the same thing if I was them. It's just like with shoes, like they get the shoes for a certain amount. They try to sell them for double, but the cheapest PS5 I've seen on the market is like 1100 and I'm not oh. doing that. I'm not desperate. <laughs> so if anybody has a connect with an actual store, a Best Buy, a Target or something like that, hey, let us know, please, because <laughs> we want them. So uh, anyway, man, I think I'm pretty much good. Uh, you got anything else? Nah, oh, man, I don't have anything else. All right. Well, people, first of all, we appreciate y'all listening. Sorry it took so long. We'll try to be a little more consistent with the with the output of these podcasts. Um, I will say, please continue listening to us on Spotify, uh, Anchor, Apple Podcasts. Uh, and again, we appreciate y'all. Please continue to send questions from the crowd. We will continue to get those questions on the air. Um, thank y'all again, and peace. Peace. Hey.